Hey everybody, welcome to your weekly sermon from Brad Total Ministries. I am going to do something a little bit different today. I'm going to repeat a sermon or three sermons that I did at the beginning of the year because my wife and I really feel like there is a lot going on in the aspect of people needing healing. And the COVID thing is going around. We have a friend of ours who was in the hospital really bad with it. Um, we have other friends who are in great need of that. And, you know, we end up sometimes being around, um, we have the opportunity to be around a lot of people who may, who don't know so much about it. They, they may not be in a particular uh, Christian denomination that talks much about this or that, uh, or you know, that steps into this very much. And so these I did... Uh, the beginning of the year after my wife and I had actually gone through our little session with the uh, stuff that's been going around and uh, I felt compelled to do that but they are on my older format I wanted to get them all so they're on the newer format and as well to have them fresh for anybody that wants to tap into these because we believe that again we believe that people are going to be directed to this and I wanted everything to be flowing and working um, just the way that it should be in regards to it being current. All right. So I hope you're okay with that. Uh, we can always hear things again to really get them down inside of us. I really believe there's some things we should preach two to three times a year. And I think this is one of those. So we're going to get into it today. I'm going to start off with and the title of our sermon today is going to be healing for all healing for all. Amen. So I ask this question as I start off, is it still the will of God as in the past to heal all who have need of healing? So here's the thing, for a lot of the people that we know who don't understand this, there is a barrier there in their, in regards to them believing that they can be healed. And sometimes you can even talk about healing and you can see, and these are people that go to church. It just seems to be something that is not even so much in their vocabulary or there's no faith to believe it or they've never really heard anybody talk about it the way especially you know my wife and I do or those who who are who, who have seen God do healing in their lives um, but there's a barrier to the faith uh, of many people who are who are desire to be healed um, there's an uncertainty in their minds as it to it being the will of God, that it's the will of God to heal us today. You know, we've seen it in the Old Testament, but we wonder, is this still for us today? Jesus did it, but is it still for us who are living now? Now, nearly everybody knows um, that God does heal some, but there is a lot in modern theology that prevents people from knowing what the Bible clearly teaches, that healing is provided for all people. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, we'll probably talk about this in some of the other sermons, there's a lot of teaching out there that uh, believes that healing of bodies, you know, is that's, that uh, spiritual manifestation is not so much for today. Um, it's one of the... Uh, you know, sign gifts that they believe has kind of faded away with the uh, Old Testament and with, you know, the time that really the only one that was going on had anything to do with healing was Jesus. So 
there's a lot of teaching that it's not so so commonplace today. But I, I think when we start trying to go there and we go there, we begin to rob ourselves of of the of the faith to believe that God can do it. And I'm all for this because I've seen God truly do healing before. Um, I've seen a family member who, who was sick in the hospital. Uh, uh, well, my daughter was sick in the hospital and with spinal meningitis. And the doctor said, you know, she's, she had needles in her head and she's really sick and on and on and on in intensive care and the neonatal care unit. And uh, all I know is I walked into a, an adjacent room. I got sick of this. And I said, in Jesus' name, I started crying out to God, she's healed. Um, you know, I didn't know. All I knew back then, I was pretty newly saved. I would just scream at the devil, say, take your hands off of her. Uh, whichever way everything worked, all I know is I walked into her hospital room the next, that right when I got done praying in that room, and the phone rang in that hospital room, and I picked it up. And it was one of the doctors, there were a group of them working on her that said, hey, Mr. Tuttle, we're not sure what's going on here, but we tested her again. And that spinal meningitis is completely gone. We don't know what happened, and but it is not there. So we're preparing for you to be able to take her home. That was a bona fide healing because I even remember seeing those doctors come in as a group and standing inside of the room and discussing it and talking about it. Uh, it was a bit of a dire situation, but God totally healed her of that. Now, that cemented in me the understanding that God does heal and that God can heal and that God will heal. But we need to uh, accept this boldly by faith. Um, and we need to be sure that it's something that God does offer because hear this, the blessings of God can can be claimed only where the will of God is known, trusted, and acted upon. So we need to know that is it the will of God that God can heal? And when we're, when we're standing on the foundation of the knowledge of the truth that God's a healer, then that allows our faith to really soar. And I put down this example. Listen, if you wanted to know what was in a person's will, what do we do? We read the will. If you want to know what God's will on any subject is, we read his will. We read the word of God. Um, suppose a lady would say, my husband, who is very rich, has passed away. I wish I knew whether he left me anything in his will. I would say to her, why don't you read his will and see? Testament means a person's will. So the Bible contains God's last will and testament, so to speak, in which he bequeaths to us all the blessings of redemption. And since it's his last will and testament, anything later is a forgery. So if healing is in God's will for us, then to say that God is not willing to heal all, as his will states so clearly, would be to change the will and that after the death of the testator. So we need to make we need to always remember that healing uh, is in God's will for us as it clearly states. And that's why we've got to be in the word of God and standing on the truths of God's word. Um, Jesus is not only the testator of this will, he's the mediator, he is the advocate. Um, he does not want to beat us out of our inheritance like some earthly advocates do. He's our representative at the right hand of God. And there's no better way to know the will of God than by reading the gospels, which record the teachings and the works of Christ. 
And that's where we see healing over and over again. He was the physical expression of the Father's will. And what was he all about? He came to seek and save the lost, ultimately, as the most important thing. But he also healed all those who came to him. So his life was both a revelation and a manifestation of the unchanging love and will of God. He acted out the will of God for us. So we see God's will explicitly in the Gospels in the life of Jesus Christ. Um, but we, and we need to know this and we need to be standing firm on this so that we can allow our faith to grow and we have no barriers in our lives that are keeping us from believing that faith can, that God can truly heal. Listen, if this is the first time you've come on to something like this, um, I am so glad that you are here and you're a part of this. And, or maybe you have heard this message before, but yet you need to hear it again because you got to get it down in you. But we believe that God is a healer. So Jesus laid his hands on every one of them and he healed them. When he was doing this, he was revealing and doing the will of God for all the people. Hebrews 10.7 says, Lo, I come to do your will, O God. John 6.38, he said, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Everything Jesus did for needy humanity during his earthly ministry was a direct revelation of the perfect will of God for the human race. Everything Jesus did for needy humanity during his, during his earthly ministry was a direct revelation of the perfect will of God for the human race. Uh, one gentleman who wrote a book on healing, F.F. Bosworth, said this in the book called Christ the Healer. He said, perhaps no one could be more conservative than the scholars of the Episcopalian Church. Yet the commission appointed to study the subject of spiritual healing for the body, after three years of study and research in both the Bible and in history, reported back to the church, the healing of Jesus was done as a revelation of God's will for humanity. Because they discovered that his will is fully revealed, they reported further, no longer can the church pray for the sick with that faith-destroying phrase, if it be your will. Mr. Bosworth goes on to say, the message taught in the Gospels is one of complete healing for spirit and body for all who come to him. Many today say, I believe in healing, but I do not believe it is for everyone. If it is not for everyone, then how could we ever pray the prayer of faith? Wow, so true. So among all those who sought healing from Christ during his earthly ministry, there is only one who prayed for healing with the words, if it be your will. And that was an outcast leper in Mark 140 who didn't know what Christ's will was for healing or in regards to healing. So without knowing it, he's praying, if it be your will. But now I'm telling you, and the word of God tells us that it is God's will to heal the sick. And if you are sick, it is God's will to heal you. You have to stand in faith on that and believe that God can do that in your life. And um, we need to correct some uncertainties. So the first thing that Jesus did was to correct that outcast leper by saying, I will. So he's saying, is it, if it be your will to heal me, will you heal me? Jesus said, I will. It is no longer if it be your will it is God's will, not if it be your will, it is God's will. When we pray, we have to pray in faith. 
And I have to pray if I'm sick over, I'm sick in my body. And listen, and this doesn't mean that nothing ever happens to us. We're still going to have, you know, obviously things go on. My wife and I both had COVID at the beginning of the year, but in Jesus' name, we continue to stand upon every healing verse and every healing story in the Word of God to allow that to continue to build our faith. And one of the things that we're going to put on our new website as we're designing it now are scripture verses for healing for you so that you can go over those, get those down inside of you because that's how we grow. That's how we activate all this going on in our lives is by faith. Faith believing that God can do what God says he can do. Faith to believe that God can do what his word says he will do, can do, and will do. So the leper said, if you will, you can. Jesus answered, I will that's in mark 141 so let that settle it forever with you god will heal the sick if he wills to heal one then he wills to heal all james asks this in james 5:14 is any sick among you again james 5:14 any includes you right now that are watching this if you are sick he's asking is is any sick among you so if you're watching this and you're someone who's going through sickness right now, that's talking to you. Of those who were bitten by fiery serpents, the Bible says that as many as looked to the brazen serpent lived. In Numbers 21.9, even now as many as looked to Christ as Redeemer are saved and are healed. So when it comes to the benefits of Christ's redemptive work, we are all on equal basis. We're all on equal basis basis we look to christ for this we look to christ for all these things we look to christ for this healing yes we believe in doctors we you know there are people that are educated to help work on our bodies but in jesus name ultimately my healer is god himself and i stand on that and i rest on that and i'm here trying to get that down inside of you so the words whoever and whoever will are always used to invite the unconverted to be saved. The words, as many as, everyone, all, and any are used to invite the sick to be healed. Let me say that again. The words, whoever and whoever will, are always used to invite the unconverted to be saved. The words, many as, everyone, all, and any are used to invite the sick to be healed. This is a invitation to all those who need healing. Both of those invitations are universal, and the results, results are always positively promised. And the, promise, the, promising, the words of promise are, shall be saved, shall have life, shall recover, shall raise them up, healed them all, and as many as touched him were healed. Sometimes parents show favoritism among their children, but God does not. His healing is for me. His healing is for you again you better believe and, and i believe this we need to stay close to god all the time and we need to be in a place where we are, have our faith built up that we're always believing for god to be able to do things like healing and we're not just running to this as some kind of an emergency thing every once in a while when we think we need it but we always need to be tapped into the presence of god through prayer and staying in his word have our faith built up and then when something happens in jesus name our faith is there to meet that immediately um 
So we need to be ready for this. When, when we meet the same conditions, we were going to reap the same results. And we do our part. God is always faithful to do his part. And our part is to believe and have faith and to call on him to do in our lives what only he can do. So the benefits of redemption are for us. They're for you. If God healed all then, he still heals all. That is, all that come to him for healing I believe God's healing power is available to you. But again, we know a lot of people that don't understand this, that have never been taught this, to some kind see this as some kind of fringe thing. But I understand something. This is the meat of the Bible. This is one of the things that Jesus came to do. Ultimately, he came to seek and save the lost. But if we see his ministry, it was filled constantly with healing everyone that came to him. We have to look at this and realize, okay, why would that be shown to us if, if it wasn't? And some people say, well, that's just because he was trying to show that he was the son of God and that's the power that he had. But within that whole thing, we see that God, Old Testament, New Testament, through what Christ did and other books in the Bible, that God still heals today. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ was the same yesterday and today and forever. Matthew 12.15 says, great multitudes follow him followed him and he healed them all. Matthew 14:36 says, as many as touched him were made perfectly whole. Luke 6:19, the whole multitude sought to touch him and he healed them all. Matthew 8:16 through 17, when the evening came, they brought to him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Christ is still healing the sick in order to fulfill the prophet's words. He himself took our infirmities, which means weaknesses, and bore our sicknesses, which means diseases. Man, if you just prayed that verse over your life, you're sick today. And you literally declare, Jesus, your word says that you took our infirmities, our weaknesses, you bore our sicknesses, our diseases. And I thank you that right now, because of that, in faith, I believe that I have been healed in Jesus' name. And always remember this, you are included in the hour of Matthew 8, 17 that we just read. And God is bound by his covenant to continue to heal all who are sick and weak in order to fulfill Isaiah's words. Let me read it to you again. When the evening came, they brought to him many that were possessed with the devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Isaiah the prophet, saying, He took our infirmities, that's yours, and bore our sicknesses. That means yours too. Psalms 89, 34 says this, My covenant will I not break in regards to what I just talked about in God's covenant. My covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Wow. This should be building someone's faith. Luke 4, 40. When the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid hands on every one of them and healed them. Healing was for all in those days, and Christ, the healer, has never changed. He came to seek and save the lost then. He comes to seek and save the lost now. He came and healed then. He's here to heal now. 
healing is for all and should be preached to all. And that's why my wife and I both feel it is really important to redo these videos, make them current to right now, because there's a lot of people, again, I believe that are going to be coming to these and finding the truth of God's word. In Acts 6.8, we see Philip preached Christ at Samaria. This is what it says. And the people with one accord gave heed to those things which Philip spoke. So you need to give heed to what's being preached right here. Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. So they gave heed to that. For unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them and many with palsies and that were lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. I don't understand why would God do this in the past and not do it now. Jesus proved to be exactly the same when Philip told the people about him. Peter preached Christ to the cripple in Acts 3, 6, to the multitude in Acts 5, 14 through 16, and to Ananias in Acts 9, 34. All were healed. Jesus was the same for Peter. So wherever and whenever Jesus Christ is proclaimed as our sacrifice for sin and sickness, physical healing as well as spiritual salvation can, and let's say will, result. That's why you'll see a lot of people when they go overseas and they're preaching sermons to people that are going over with the first intent of seeing people come to Christ, they will always, especially for some reason overseas, because it just, anyway, so let me hit this point. They'll, they'll, they'll bring in the aspect of healing at the end of it, and they will use simple Bible stories to show people who, who may be hearing this for the first time that Christ is not only Savior, but he's also the God who heals. And their eyes are so opened and their faith is so built up that they come for healing, they believe for healing, they cry out for healing, and God does miraculous works in people's lives. We have a blockage over here, and many times that blockage is from our theological training, our theological teaching, depending on what church we go to, what denomination it is, whether they're really believing in God as healer or hoping that God can heal. Uh, that has a lot to do with where our faith is in believing this in Jesus' name. Again, we had someone who was very sick, was in the hospital with COVID on, a, on, the, on a, uh, you know, the breathing machine and all that, and is out and still has to have oxygen and didn't know about this stuff. And someone told him about my wife and I. He knows us from, uh, from an, uh, the arena of where I work secularly, and he knows me from there. And he was told about us, and he's gone to our website now. He's gone to our YouTube channel. He's gone to and listened to these things, and it has built his faith. And, man, he's changed, and he's believing, and he knows that God's going to do a complete restoration in his life. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. How about Paul? He preached Christ, Acts 14, 8 through 10. Paul said, and there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, couldn't walk, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same, this guy, heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. And he leaped and he walked. Because Paul's saying here, he saw him steadfastly watching him and listening him, and he perceived that he had the faith to be healed, so he simply said, stand upright on your feet, 
And this gentleman leaped and walked who was crippled from birth. Again, I go back to this. He, Paul makes a point here and he says he saw the man steadfastly listening to him or beholding him. And then from that, he perceived that he had the faith to be healed. And so it was a simple fact of stand up on your feet. And the man leaped and walked and was healed. So Paul must have preached the gospel of healing because the lame man received faith to be healed while listening to Paul's message. So his faith was built there. This is a method that works. Wherever healing is taught as God's provision for all, faith is always imparted and the people are always healed. This method never fails. Faith cannot fail. And again, this is the blockage point in the lives of many people is that they go to a church that does not preach this. I'm not talking about some abstract weird thing. I'm talking about God is our healer. Same yesterday, today, and forever. And many people never, the pastor, the preacher, whatever you want to call them, never preaches to them about God being their healer, that God can heal them. Faith cannot be exercised when someone is undecided as to whether or not God will heal. Faith cannot be exercised when one is undecided as to whether or not God will heal. If he will not heal all, then we are forced to consider in every case, I wonder if God's wills to heal this one, or is this one of the unfortunate ones whom God wills to remain sick and to suffer? How could we ever pray the prayer of faith with such uncertainty in our minds? When you have that uncertainty, it blocks your faith. Our faith has to rise, and this is how we're supposed to live our lives. We are supposed to be led. Our faith literally is our sight. Our faith is what leads us. We walk through our life as men and women of God, standing in faith on the promises of God's word. God has promises in his word that if we are faithful to do what he's called us to do, that he's going to be faithful to meet all of our needs. And that's in the area of you know finances and bills and all those things. God will meet food, raiment, clothing. God will meet our needs. Well, what's the difference in healing? We need to have the faith to believe that God can heal. I have it. Um, I got a lot of it when I saw my daughter get healed. And I've seen my body get healed before. I've seen Jana's body get healed before. It's not some, again, some um, out there fringe type thing. It's God's word. God talks about him being, he says, I am your God. I am your healer. So let this be a settled fact. It is God's will to heal you. You have a right to healing as well as forgiveness when you believe. So you could almost say it's part of the whole package of redemption. The healing is involved in that. God said, like I just said in Exodus 15, 26, I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals you. So if you're watching this, listen, if God said this and God cannot lie, then he meant it. I am the Lord who heals you. What God says is true, so healing is mine. Healing is yours. And this video is simply one of the three that I'm going to put out again that is here to build your faith that God can heal your body. 
So if you're watching this and you, you're going through a sickness, you're going through COVID, you're going through something in your life, it's some type of an injury, understand God can heal you. God can restore your body back to health in Jesus' name. Healing is part of the gospel and is to be preached throughout all the world and to every creature to the end of the world. Mark 16, 15, Matthew 28, 20. So being part of the gospel, the divine blessing of physical healing is for all. It's for you. God can heal you. I don't care whether you've been taught it before. You're learning it now. You're going to get it down in you. Again, we're going to get, we can get you every healing scripture in the word of God, but you've got some things right now as I'm trying to move through this and not take up your whole day. But you know what? This is so vital to listen from beginning to end and get this down inside of you and let your faith be built to know that God is your healer. God can heal you right where you are. He can remove that COVID. He can touch your body and make you whole from, I've seen people we've prayed for before, bona fide migraine headaches. And just simply, it's nothing fancy, but the book of James said, call on the elders of the church to lay hands on you and the sick will be healed. It's simply as simple as standing in simple faith upon the word of God to believe that God still heals today and that God is willing to heal you. Listen, again, we're all on evil playing, equal playing ground. And what God will do for someone else, God will do for you. He is your healer. Amen. Believe it. Stand on it and know what God's word says to you. Amen. Well, let me pray for you right now. Father, we just come before you right now in Jesus name. And we thank you for this awesome opportunity to hear again about faith for healing. To hear again, God, that there's healing for all. To hear again that you are the Lord who heals us and that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what you did in times past, you can still do today. I pray for anyone who's sick in body out there, God, I pray right now for them to be healed, to be restored back to perfect health right now in Jesus' name. Whatever it may be that they're believing for and whatever, area of sickness that they are dealing with we thank you today god as i am joining together with them by faith in faith as their faith has been built up right here as that cripple's faith was built up as he heard the apostle paul preaching as their faith is being built up as they're hearing brad preach right now we thank you today god their faith agrees with my faith that their body is made whole and well and they are healed right now and we thank you for it in jesus name and everybody said together, amen and amen. Hallelujah. It's that simple. It's not some, it's not over our head. It's a very simple thing. And faith is a very simple thing. So just believe what God can do for you. And praise God, I believe you're going to begin to see what God has done in your life. Believe it. God is your healer. God will heal you. God can heal you. You are healed today. Amen. Until next time, stay in faith. God bless you.